Oh, please. That's not, nobody wants to be compared to little Steve. I love little Steven, but nobody wants to say, oh, hey, you look like little Steven. <laughs> Looks like a little kid in a cancer outfit or something. Whoa. Whoa. They sell cancer Cancer outfit. God, Joe. There's like 12 oh. things wrong with that. Oh, <laughs> that is so bad. That is so bad. Right. Hey, what are you going as for Halloween this year? I'm going as a. <laughs> A uh, kid with cancer. Jesus, God. Obviously, Joe's been holding it in for a uh, couple of weeks. Hey, Bacher Nation. Welcome to Atlas Bacht, a weekly variety show concerning the mundane, weird, and maybe even sometimes dramatic happenings of a few simple-minded guys who just happen to be in a storied fantasy baseball league. This podcast captures the thoughts and musings of Greg, Joe, Jack, and Tim. Download this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you get the podcast content you listen to when you're wondering what Chevy Chase's acting career could have truly been. You can also connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and email. DM us or send us a quick note at atlasbacht at gmail.com. This is episode 85 entitled, Roll With It, Brother. Well, Happy New Year, Bacher Nation. So happy to have you here with us celebrating the 2020 with Atlas Bacht. We have no idea what's wrong with you, uh, but we're happy to have you here. So it's, it's, uh, it really is, uh, GK great to see you in your interesting outfit today. Uh, at least as described by it's a t-shirt and a scar and a bandana babushka. How you doing today? GK? I'm doing just great. New year. Same me. Happy to see you. Good to see you. We missed you. Well, J-Lo, how are you doing with your Kansas City outfit on and uh, talking a lot of shit before we even start recording? Yeah, you know, the, the week started off with a bang and get better from there. I'm happy to be here. You and the missus have a healthy sex life. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the bang I was referring to was the semi that hit my truck. Oh, yeah. What? It was a stupid little accident, just driving out of the neighborhood, and there was a, a truck that was backing his trailer into another street, and so I let him go, and as soon as he cleared my lane, I took off, and so did he. <laughs> Ran right into the back end of me. Tell me if I'm wrong. I imagined you jumping out of your car, your truck, running over to the cab of this guy's truck, pulling him out, and beating him. <laughs> <laughs> Is that somewhat accurate? Uh, no, not even close. For one thing, he was about twice my size, so that wouldn't so, uh, that that wouldn't stop you. That would never stop Joe. Yeah, he, he was a nice guy. He apologized, and we just waited for the cops to come. I was going to say, even in that situation, Joe goes straight to math. He's like, "Well, that guy's two and a half times larger." Than I, <laughs> right. I would have loved to hear the uh, awkward conversation, like, "Oh, what's your uh, capacity in that thing?" <laughs> <laughs> well, it was hauling, so it was it was clear what he what he was hauling. He was hauling a, a couple of lifts. Mm-hmm. Unexciting and about as good as that can go. If you if you'd have woken me up Monday morning and said you're gonna you're gonna have an accident with a semi in about an hour, yeah, I'd have stayed home. Most would, yeah. Well, we do have someone else on the on the on the show that uh, has had a few different incidents where they've been hit by large trucks. I think uh, t- two times by a dump truck, right? Is that or a construction? What's this? What's the story there? 
Volkswagen. Two different occasions in my younger years, I was in a, um, a both extremely small via Mustang two and a Chevy Chevette. Um, both Ooh, very, oh. very small vehicles. I was the past <laughs> quite, quite a car guy back in those younger days. <laughs> yeah. I was a uh, a passenger in both situations, uh-huh. and um, in the one we we actually at, at sixty miles an hour hit a full dump truck full of dirt head on. Hmm. That was nasty. Everybody survived, but a couple people got messed was, up. Is that what happened to Chris? No, nope, he wasn't there. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> he got hit by a bucket when he was uh, like four, like a metal hmm. bucket. I think that's what started hmm. his. So the bucket kicked him. He didn't kick. Yeah, the yeah, bucket. yeah. <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> And then crazily, yeah, like within, uh, and that happened on Friday the 13th. Um, it was my first like negative Friday Ooh. the 13th experience. And then like less than a year later, I was uh, passing. Outside the movie theater. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was a passenger in the uh, Chevette and, and got hit actually on my side of the vehicle. So yeah, twice, two dump trucks. Both were, um, you know, pretty scary situation. I, I didn't wear a seatbelt in either. I was dumb, young, and dumb back then too. Same so. driver of the dump truck? No, no, no. Yeah, oh, okay. two, so not even the same driver of the vehicle. Two. <laughs> <laughs> different drivers in both situations that would be be like what the fuck did i do to you what are you trying yeah, to I was gonna say there's for? a local dump truck di- yeah. driver as a yeah. grudge against jack yeah That's the so only weird. the only common denominator in both situations was me yeah no both were, were <laughs> well i'd say the lesson for you is never ride with someone else or or ride with more successful friends who have like uh <laughs> yeah, yeah. better cars yeah yep yep right yeah i lj i was a passenger in one or two lj accidents uh as well throughout the year you like fiddling with the radio while they're trying to concentrate is this what you're saying right no i just hang out with irresponsible people i guess i don't know (laughs) well (laughs) now that i believe look at the members of the podcast (laughs) part of his ecosystem well hey swag how are you doing i mean um, we're talking about ancient history thankfully you didn't get hit by a dump truck this week no how you doing i'm good i'm good merry christmas and happy new year and all that good stuff everybody i'm doing well i'm doing well you guys know that for the role of terminator uh they considered uh uh mel gibson mm-hmm. chevy chase <laughs> oh my Jeez. god <laughs> tom Selleck, and oj simpson oh well, that might have been appropriate Jesus Christ. Chevy Chase turned it down. <laughs> uh, Mel, Mel Gibson turned it down. Tom Selleck turned it down because he had to, some Magnum PI stuff he was doing. <laughs> <laughs> he was perfect in that. And O.J. Simpson was passed over for the role of Terminator because production feared he wouldn't be taken seriously as a killer. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. <laughs> Given, given his reputation at that point, I can see that. How about that for foreshadowing? Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Could you Chevy Chase as the Terminator? Who the fuck? Why would they even? Why did they hey, even write that? I'll be down? back. Hey, I'll be back. <laughs> Somebody's uh, nephew get into the meeting that day. They're like, yeah. "What about Chevy Chase?" Like, what the fuck? Like, I write it down. I how that dude even had a career? Who's that? Chevy Chase. He was good in Caddyshack. Yeah, Fletch. He was, good, uh, he was good on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, I'm not a fan of Chevy Chase either. I'm not either. No, I like Caddyshack. I, I'm not a fan of Fletch, really. Oh, no, that was what? a horrible movie. No, no, I loved Fletch. I hated Fletch. No. I, I, yeah, I, I, oh, and, and Chevy was good in the um, Lampoon Family Vacations, that stuff. 
I liked him in those. Yeah. But uh, no, not a big Chevy Chase guy. That's quite a lot of stuff, though, when you really think about it. I mean, his stuff's either really, really good or really, really bad. Yeah. That's true. No doubt about it. Like those like spies like us and stuff. Oh. Hey. Well, Dan Aykroyd. I mean, I just anything with Dan Aykroyd, I'm just like, uh. I mean, well, I, I love Dan Aykroyd in the Blues Brothers, obviously. Okay, well, yeah. and, and Neighbors. I love Dan Aykroyd yeah. in Neighbors with yeah. Belushi. He was good with Belushi, but other than that, yeah. Wow, I, I but I loved Fletch, and the books are great too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, I, and actually, if you read the books, he 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 was pretty on point with the character. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the in the uh, movies, Agreed. well, you've given Agreed. a lot of thought to Fletch. I have. I fucking love that guy. Like, <laughs> think about that. I do. I own like five. How many? I don't know how many there were. I own like five or six of them. I think four or five of them on VHS. The books. No, no books. Uh, the books. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There were oh, only geez. yeah. The, the uh, it, 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 did they do a second one? I don't know, but the first one was good. They did too. Part of the reason I didn't like it was because there were Los Angeles Lakers in it. <laughs> I found that offensive. <laughs> who are you a fan of? I couldn't even begin to guess. The Celtics. Oh, okay. He says it like it's obvious. Like like geography is obvious for his yeah, yeah. fandom. And it- well, I've said it enough times on the podcast. I didn't know. I've never I, heard I, you talk about yeah, the Celtics. Every other sake. sport I could answer in yeah. a heartbeat. I don't know that I would have answered that one correctly. Yeah. Is yeah. it the Bruins for you too, Joe? Yes. Okay. We've talked about that too. Yeah. Bruins, Sox, Chiefs, but I would not have. Yeah. I mean, I guess if you had a gun to my head, I would have went with percentages, right? Yeah. I would hope so. <laughs> Given that Kansas City hadn't, been, hadn't had an NBA team for 25 years. Yeah. I'm not huge into basketball anymore, but I do. I did. Um, only because I was kind of here through a lot of it, but but I was a, a Sixers fan along with all my other Philly mm. you know teams growing up. But um, I spent so much time in Orlando and and you know from the beginning of the team on almost, and um, so I had become an, an adopted you know worked for them for a while. The Magic. So even now I kind of check both score. Like I said, I'm not die hard into hoops anyway, but. That's the only sport that I kind of Joe on in any way, shape, or form. My, my only period of time of really following basketball was I lived in Chicago when I was like 21 and 22. Mm. Back when they were good. Yeah, and Jordan had come out of retirement. Oh, okay. Like, you know, I was young. I was out probably three or four nights a week at least. And like every night, you know, there was a buzz in the city because they were so good and he'd come out of retirement. And that was fun. Yeah. Yeah, you know it's crazy, right? We're thinking about. I sp- obviously spent a lot of time thinking about my high school years and and early twenties because uh, the the just horrible news about Neil Pert. Oh God! And um, I'd been contemplating a bit on just how important a figure Neil Pert is to everyone, specifically within two or three years of my age. Like the hmm. the only time I can actually remember a musical great passing away like this is um jerry garcia the, the, the same mm. type of thing but it, mm. but i was a little a little i think it was just a little older folks that were a little older yeah, yeah. or really got into the scene i didn't realize jerry garcia was dead or for joe a little younger <laughs> <laughs> when he died like 15 years ago right like <laughs> actually i lived in port st Lucie when he passed away uh, give you an idea it's well, actually i wasn't a huge dead fan so <laughs> 
Uh, Obviously. <laughs> right, exactly. I mean, he's been dead. No, no, Tim, you're right. Well, I, I was... Am I supposed to know every musician that dies, if even if I don't listen well, to him? Like, well, uh, no. When the baseball from Loverboy died, am I supposed to have a conversation about it? Well, I, I think Jerry Garcia uh, is a little bit better than the bass player of Loverboy, although I like Loverboy. I, oh, no. I like Loverboy <laughs> more than I like the Grateful Dead. Turn Joe, the point loose. is, it's news. Turn it's news. <laughs> It's news. You know, like, I, I didn't have to seek out knowledge about Neil Peart's passing. Well, apparently I would have had to have sought out the knowledge that Jerry Garcia died. No, it was I all over the know. place. Well, Jerry, I know, that's Jerry, that's our point. You were in a bunker somewhere. Yeah. They're talking to spider plants. Yeah. <laughs> Joe was about three years from discovering the internet at that point, so. Yeah. Internet. What's well, that? just even on Facebook, right? If you have a Facebook account, you have all these people from high school. I don't even remember. I literally don't remember these people. I just know they went to high school and their name sounds vaguely familiar. <laughs> <laughs> like all kinds of weird stuff that they post. Uh, suddenly, like there's this whole kind of wash of Neil Pert. And I, and I thought, I wonder. So back in, you know, 83, 84, 85, 86, 87, right? The, the high school years. For some of you. That, that's such a quintessential like mm-hmm. Nine, of age 1980. I'm sorry. <laughs> Most of us. Uh, we... I, tell you, I was out of college at that point. <laughs> he purchased his first. He was purchasing his first home. Yeah. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> hustling out there, hustling, right? Yeah. Putting food on the table. But no, yeah. the rest of our care uh, of us were carefree kids. I feel what you're saying exactly. I, I was really hit hard by the news of his passing. You saw what I posted on Facebook. I did. And it's similarly, a lot of my friends from high school and even college, we were big Rush fans. And, you know, I, I don't want to over-dramatize it because I know Joe will get upset by the display of emotion, but, like, <laughs> Rush really meant a lot to me. They really did. And, and I honestly, when you guys start talking about that other drummer, I, I started getting annoyed when we were texting about it, That like, you know, minutes after I'd found out that Neil Peart had died and you guys were texting about who might replace him in the lineup. I, that really bothered me, you know? But, like, Rush was the band. I was a super shy, awkward kid, you know. And Rush was, and I like, I like science fiction books. I like to read and all that shit. And I felt super nerdy. And Rush was like the first time I was like, oh, you know what? It can be kind of cool to be a nerd. It can ins- inspire you to write great lyrics, and you know, you can be in a rock band. Even though there was zero, I mean, like zero girls at the concerts. But it was still cool. <laughs> I think you it really has hurt that. me. It, it's really hit me hard. Like, I really feel sad about it, honestly. Obviously, I appreciate the music. I, I appreciate, you know, I, I try to keep an open ear to all music and, and especially more so now. Then um, I was listening to harder stuff. So Rush, like, wasn't I. I like I appreciated. I I liked a few of the songs here and there. Um, I always was aware that Neil Peart was the the best drummer you know on the planet. Um, but personally, that's that's like I have no real connection to them. They, they were kind of the geekier crowd. They're prog rock, rock and roll you know? almost. Yeah, yeah. Where I, prog we were, rock. Like, yes. The harder stuff at the time. So Yeah, they were the, yeah, with yes, the yes, yes. Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. But they never they never sounded like, yes, I was always like, oh, I'm going to hit this seventh minor chord, right? And, and even though I know, and I'm not a musician, but I know that the musicians in Rush are fucking insane or were fucking insanely good at what they were doing, I never yeah. sat there and felt like I was at a music theory 
convention. Like never, I never I, felt I, like they were jacking off on stage. No, no. I, I it always felt like they they went for the music and that the sound is what mattered. Even if they were doing a different like YYZ, right? A different musical mm-hmm. signature. Mm-hmm. It never really sounded like a different musical signature to me. I mean, I couldn't like you know for some reason I could never kind of catch that beat like I could anything else that was four four. But <laughs> yeah. I, I I just there's something about that trio. I agree, and I don't know. I don't know if it's just a time when we encounter Rush that or any band and we're just open to it or if they actually were that special. And I think I've come to the conclusion bef- before I heard about Neil Peart that they they truly are like they they are the, the masters of their craft in in technical and artistic ways, which I very rarely see. Well, see, I, I have a little different perspective on them than the rest of you guys because you found them at a different time. I was listening to them when Neil Peart wasn't in the band. Mm, so, Caress of Steel. Yeah. yeah. So I was a fan of theirs back then, and I actually quit listening to them a while, for a while after the I, I loved the Permanent Waves album, and then they went to the new wave shit, mm. and I just hated it. I mean, the songs off that next album that I liked were YYZ, and there was another one. I couldn't tell you what it is right now, but... Red Barchetta? Yeah, Red Barchetta. Tom Sawyer and all that shit that made them really popular, I hated. They jumped the shark for me at that point. Mm. And yet, they were changing with the times and found a whole new audience in guys like you. And I still listen to them over the years, but the, but for me, the early part of their career is what I enjoyed the most. 2112, and, and like I said, Permanent is Waves that- was probably my favorite album i think that was on my desert island disc that i made it was actually but that but you have 2112 on display in your office i did that for greg which was failed because he can't see it Mm. oh i I appreciate it all the same (laughs) they were my company like i used to deliver newspapers every morning before school and i had a cassette you know port like a sony portable cassette player and that was nine times out of ten. That was what I was listening to was a Rush album. So they were like, you mean like a Walkman? Kept, yeah, yeah, exactly. They kept company, um, but you know, like I, I just have this strong association with them and my my adolescence and like like my clo- my closest childhood friends. We all kind of bonded over Rush music, and you know, I know this it'll sound corny, but like when I I posted that uh, one clip where they do a uh, uh, montage of their songs as an introduction to the spirit of the radio. And just like, you know, they're at that point, they were in their, probably in their 50s, 40s, 50s. I don't know how old they were, but they just look like, like Alex and Getty like were chatting on stage and laughing. They just look like they really just love each other as friends. And it's a, it's, it was always so inspiring. And, you know, it was, I just love those guys so devastating my uh my daughter has gotten into rush you guys have all met her at least via you know skype or or uh, Squadcast. that sucks um <laughs> the, uh, and, and one of my like sh- my my daughter is like a, a music person too like me and she listens to a wide array of things and she has an appreciation if not a love for rush but one of my proudest moments as a parent was when she called me at, one day after school and was like dad you're going to be so happy. I was in social studies today and we were talking about uh, equality, you know, in society and, and things like that. And, and, you know, I raised my hand and I, and I was like, it's kind of like the Rush song, The Trees. 
you know sometimes if you try to make everybody equal you know uh it, it it's not always a good thing and she said my teacher looked like i had just shot him you know he, he turned pale white and was like oh my god you know rush and she was like, yeah, yeah, my dad's in a rush. Like, she was kind of embarrassed about it. But that was one of my proudest moments that Carly was, like, cogently integrating uh, rush into uh, uh, academic discussion. That's <laughs> nice. awesome. Yeah. Well, she's, she's an amazing child, amazing Thanks. young lady, really. Um, yeah, so that's awesome. Not a surprise. I had a chance to talk to Pops yesterday, let him know that we're expanding. Oh, and um, hey, hmm. listen, uh, so a couple things. Uh, Pops has uh, been in and out of the hospital. Yeah. Um, so he's, uh, he, he's, he's fighting. Um, I, I, he sounded good. He sounded healthy and strong yesterday when I talked to him. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, Pops, if you're listening, uh, I want you to know that uh, we, we care about you and want you to be all right. Yep. Get better, old man. Speedy recovery. It, it's it's very interesting. He he actually has a plan to upgrade to an iPhone six, hmm. uh, and he wants to he he confused a podcast with a text string, yeah, well, um, and kind of used those similar. two things interchangeably. Mm-hmm. Um, but said that so do I. But somehow uh, I said, "Pops, you're 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 really popular on the show. We we talk a lot about you and your team a lot." And he said, "You know, he said, oh, mix seven, right?" And I was like, "Whoa, like uh, holy <laughs> cow." Yeah, but no, no, it's could- mix seven <laughs> lads. Worst street oh. ever. <laughs> so, uh, but anyway, uh, yeah. So uh, he was he's excited about expansion. He gets the gun. You know how we're gonna do the expansion draft and stuff. So, but anyway, pops, I just as you as you upgrade to your iPhone six and you get a yeah. chance to finally hear us, I wanted you to say uh, I wanted to say to you. Uh, stay stay healthy and and uh, we're happier in the league. So, I would just like to thank Pops for making me look technologically savvy. Ooh, there you go. I was just about to say that from this point forward, nothing but good things. But then Joe had to take a shot at him. So, well, and now we, we we're bringing with the expansion comes somebody in his own demographic. He's got yeah, to feel good about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can talk about Eisenhower. That's right. <laughs> That means that, yeah, twenty five percent of the league now will be begun. geriatric, right? Mm-hmm. Wait a yeah. minute now. Whoa, I ain't that old? Yeah, twenty five percent. My own demographic. You're an AARP, aren't you? Not intentionally. If I am, I don't know about it. <laughs> oh, you are. None of us are intentionally an AARP. It just happens. I didn't sign up for it. How about that? <laughs> I refuse. <laughs> I signed you up. All your literature comes here. I'm, compil- I'm, that fucking liberal I'm compiling it for you. I'm going to deliver it to you sometime this year. That's my New Year's resolution. Okay. I'll throw it away just like I do the rest of the junk mail. What was your New Year's resolution? I don't make them. To be less judgy about people and the way they walk? <laughs> no, yeah. it's to speak my own mind once in a while. Uh, that's, yeah, what well, uh, that's what I'm resolving yeah. to do this year. Let people walk to. the way they want. Damn it. <laughs> no, you will no. walk the way I tell you. Right, he's going to tell more people how to walk this year. That's what he's saying. Walk this way. Walk this way. <laughs> I, lo- I love how Greg not only wonders about Joe's uh, resolution, <laughs> but also has thought of multiple resolutions that Joe 
might have, could have, or should have made. That's that's just an insight into Greg's mind right there. Like, well, while you're busy thinking about the uh, the casting on Fletch and how just rock solid it is still holds up 30 years later, I'm thinking about my friend. I can see mashed potatoes as Arkansas, but Florida? Come on. <laughs> no wonder your family got so angry. <laughs> Did you put Lake Okeechobee in there with like some yeah, gravy? With the gravy right. hole in yeah, the a little. Gravy. Yeah, he's like, hey, uh, Bennett, you're gonna finish that. I need to do the keys. <laughs> <laughs> did we? Did we even talk about that while we were recording, or is that before the recording? I guess I think it's before yeah, recording. Oh, okay. find out. Who yeah. cares though? Who cares? Listeners, <laughs> this isn't about you. You're lucky we're recording this conversation. That's right. Uh, he's back. He's back. That's yeah. right. Okay, well, let's take a I quick like break, it. refill whatever it is we're refilling, and uh, and then we've got a little listener feedback that I think uh, specifically addressed to GK. So, I think oh, nice. Be, yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun. And uh, I can tell you guys about how my relationship ended too, if you're interested. Oh, uh, well, if you're willing oh. to share, we're willing. Oh. To and, and I have a question alert. For, <laughs> well, and I have a question for Jack actually too, <laughs> along those lines. We've got that, and then we also have uh, a nice little, uh, we, maybe like a game mini segment uh, that we've got that uh, I want to play with all of you uh, that I think we'll have a lot of fun with. So Good. We'll be right back. This sounds exciting. Now I'm excited that I'm on. Woohoo! Oh. <laughs> As opposed After to last we, year. Right yeah. 45 minutes of talking to us now. Now, thankfully, yeah. he's excited. Yeah. Okay. Well, well Tim, I mean, you, you're not exactly like you, you've shared your deep thoughts on Fletch and how you got in trouble yeah, shaping mashed potatoes on Christmas dinner. Yeah, it's not exactly, you're not exactly yeah. jet setting for Christmas. You're not serving them up so far. Let's put it that yeah. way. Yeah. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. This is a guy who wanted some time off you guys were fucking with him he agreed to do it <laughs> he didn't want time off that was a, that was his gambit like well i guess we shouldn't hang out anymore hoping we'd be like no no we, we, we don't want to take time off <laughs> that is really what you think yeah it is aren't you happy you agreed to do this tim oh my god welcome back everyone. make the effort the hard work that's necessary to put this thing together it's Tim's joy. Money. It's his joy. Come on. <laughs> he was having withdrawals. Oh, my God. Such the angry brother you are, Greg. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Mashed potatoes and anger. That's the name of the episode. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we'll be right back. Well, Joe, you just gave some great advice while we were on break to me. Uh, unintentionally, you said, you know, if you want to <laughs> divorce somebody reasonable, marry somebody reasonable. And that's one of my New Year's resolutions, actually, is to 
always begin with the end in mind with my relationships now you know and i'm gonna <laughs> try to engage I thought that was a long established pattern yeah i'm gonna try to only engage with people who i could see being reasonable in a breakup you know pretty logical <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. it reaffirmed my uh ghosting i mean it was a strong affirmation for the value and utility of ghosting let me tell you that but uh, that's a teaser for later (laughs) so here's here's the here's the feedback and and this is addressed uh well here we go so uh it's it's from tito tito (laughs) tito the man who never comes back to me or uh, man well i don't know but i i'm assuming tito you never know uh ab crew I love the real or fake thingies that you do, mm. but I want to see if GK can take it as well as dish it mm. out. Mm. Oh. Below are six names of baseball players, or are they? Three are real, three are fake. <laughs> can GK figured out who is who. Okay. <laughs> I love it. Nice. That's good. Ready? Yeah. So this is for GK specifically. Okay. All, right. All right. So I'm going to read the names, okay. and then you can you can tell me who's yeah. true and who. You're going you're gonna to read them all out so I can compare them right yeah. now. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yep. Player number one. Cannonball Titcomb. <laughs> Player number two, Parker Enback. Player number three, Urban Shocker. Player number four, Johnny Dickshot. <laughs> <laughs> Player number five, Scooter Muffet. And player number six, Joe Smythe. Joe Smythe? <laughs> SMY. <laughs> Joe's my fave. Okay, so I know Joe's his fave. uh, Tito, very creative, first of all. And and let me just say, they all sound... They all sound like they could be vaguely euphemisms of like some sexual activity, you know. They also sound like they all could have played in the twenties. Yeah, like oh, hey man, Joe's my favorite. Oh yeah, I met this girl I'm, on Bumble I'm, last night. We went to the bar, and and then uh, it was Joe's my fave all night, you know. <laughs> I'm almost positive that I've received an Urban Shocker before. I think so. no, no. Well, Urban Shocker, that name is that's a real name. That's real that name for some reason stands out to me urban shocker is a real name joe's my fave is not okay so we got two out of the six. okay so that's those two okay so you put two votes so okay in. so go through the first two or three again tim yep so cannonball titcom <laughs> cannonball titcom <laughs> can you spell the last uh, name titcom uh, t-i-t-c-o-m-b okay okay titcom that's how you would say it uh Parker Look at those standing ball titcoms. <laughs> <laughs> How was prom? Uh, two words. Cannonball titcom. <laughs> <laughs> High five! <laughs> Through the screen. Uh, Parker and back. Uh, Urban Shocker, which you've said you think is real. No, yeah, that's real. Johnny Dick Shock. <laughs> mm. Scoo- Scooter Muffet. Johnny Dickshot. Scooter uh, Muffet. Scooter Muffet. Yeah, they are all vaguely sexual names, right? Okay, I'm I'm gonna go bold here and be uh, in, in Cannonball Titcom is real because that sounds like a 1920s old-timey nickname get in there cannonball yeah. well, you know. 
<laughs> Titcom, you didn't run out that ground there. <laughs> Edwards is down again. <laughs> All right, boys, I'm starting Cannonball Titcom on the mound today. Cannonball, I need 11 strong innings. Okay. So I'm going, I'm going uh, Urban Shocker, Cannonball Titcom, and Scooter Muffet. Okay. So um, pretty good. Okay. Pretty good. Yeah. You got a couple. You missed one. Okay. Uh, so Cannonball Titcom is actually a real yeah. player. You're absolutely right. <laughs> there you go. All right. Urban Shocker is uh, an actual player. That's the That sounded the most fake to me, not knowing any of them. <laughs> I, I remember that name specifically. I want to say he played probably in the 80s. <laughs> uh, Scooter Muffet is... In fact, a fake name, mm. uh, Johnny Dickshot. <laughs> Scooter Muffet, Johnny Dickshot. I mean, it's you know, potato, potato. You know? Oh my God! It's a dick shot against Titcom. <laughs> it, it almost sounds like a um, like a uh, one of those write-in porn stories. Yeah, right? the, the magazine penthouse. All the way through. I know this yeah, will sound like uh, yeah. I made this up. <laughs> <laughs> but when my new neighbor got some of my mail and brought it over and she happened to be hot as hell and have <laughs> natural double D's and she said, are you Scooter Muffet? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, Great job, Tito. Uh, really, Tito. Tito. Uh, Tito's well. coming out strong. We should have Tito on someday. Tito. I I just I keep I Tito should I replace me. I don't know. Oh, oh, we can't no, we can't even silly. get him to respond. Like he's a he's a only he 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 decides when he reaches out and he doesn't respond to anyone. Right? Like yeah. And and remember, one of the names was Joe's my fave. So yeah. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> oh yeah. Um, that would be the ultimate Joe irony. Reach out to him, Joe. Smyfave, S M Y Smyfave. I think Tito's probably like on a, on a on a space station, and it's only every like three months that he gets a satellite link, and he's able to like transmit us a message. You know, he listens to Atlas Bach to keep from going mad. You know, right? Exactly. As soon as he hits that window, he tries to download all our shows yeah. and write us emails. Those are his two main yep. focuses before the window closes. You know how slow the internet is on the space station? No, Joe. How slow is it, Joe? It's, it's incredible. How slow is it? It's incredibly slow. I can see Joe spending like an afternoon at the library, like looking up facts about this, what life on the space station is. <laughs> how does that affect assume- coffee makers, I wonder? <laughs> I would assume the Wi-Fi is pretty bad there, yeah. They must have to use a French <laughs> not press. Only, not only do I freaking like the, the real Joe, like who he is, but I like the Joe that is in your mind, Greg. Like, like the to me, like right. that, he is right. equally compelling yeah. as a, a person. Joe's yeah. my fave. Um, yeah. <laughs> Joe's my fave. <laughs> Joe's my fave. Uh, uh, Mr. Smyfave. <laughs> Party of three. <laughs> Near the salad bar, yes, sir. <laughs> Welcome to Pizza Hut. So that was fun. You want to play another game? Sure. This one I think could be fun. Yeah. Revealed by review. Mm. These are reviews of actual items on Amazon. Oh. And I'm going to read the reviews and see if you all can guess what the item is. Mm-hmm. You ready? You want to play? Oh, okay. So they're all, all right. real. They're all actual these are things. They're all real. This is, there's no real or fake here. This is actual. Okay. And we're trying to guess the item. Products. Yes. Based on the re- okay, yeah. Let's do that. All right, you ready? Yeah, yeah. Okay. 
So number one, Joe, do you know what a review is online? I think so. Okay, good. And, right. and when we say Amazon, Joe, we're not talking about the jungle. Right, right. I thought you were talking about the really tall chicks. <laughs> yeah, no, Joe. Hey, Joe is not that. He knows that Amazon is a book company. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Just remember, I'm Tito's favorite. That's true. And everyone else is apparently Mr. Smyfave. <laughs> for at, the next Atlas Bach T-shirt, right? It's got to be zero, and on the back, Joe Smyfave. No, 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 just the last name, Smyfave. Smyfave. S M I F A V E. Smyfave. You can't see that, Greg, but I've changed my name on screen. Oh, good. Reflect. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh yeah, I can see it. Actually, yeah, I can see that. Smyfave. Okay. Oh. All right, so here it is. Here's the first review. Here we go. This thing will single-handedly destroy a third-world country with hilarity. Buy one. Mm. Okay, you're not getting anything from that, right? Okay, so let me go to the next one. With hilarity. I put this... I put this thing in a room with 40 children from the age of <laughs> 6 to 12. Uh. Never have I seen so many tears ranging from glee to horror. <laughs> Often at the same time. <laughs> there is nothing more satisfying than watching a child run full speed into this thing only to find the floor with haste. I know what it is. I got it. Some may I got find it. it's cruel. You would be far from the matter at hand. This product transcends pain, fear, inhibition, and self-preservation to the plane of elevation ele- to the plane of elation five out of five would buy again and so this is the this same is product Greg's cancer kid outfit is it it's all oh, <laughs> jesus uh so this is the same product him yes yeah he's going yeah we're still yeah he's gonna go deeper is it like one of those giant balls that kids can bounce on and, and what is it a what oh like a like a bouncy ball or something i i would like to guess a bouncy ball. A bouncy yeah, ball. Yeah, like, you know, you ever see the kids, like, run at each other with those really bouncy balls, the, and they go flying in the opposite direction? I got you. Actually, that's a pretty good guess. Uh, let me read the third one, and let's see if you... You're, well, you're ja- well, Jack wants to make a guess after two reviews, so let's... Uh, this should be a competition. How, like, it's like, name that tune. I could name that tune okay. in one... <laughs> I could name that product in so one review. Right. Uh, so next time, I won't give you any feedback on it, but that, that's, that's closer. What Greg said is closer, but it's not... Okay. It. Jack, huh. is it a bomb? Uh, colder. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> you say a bong or a bomb, <laughs> or a bong? Is it a bong? Uh, that would be a pretty big bong for kids to run into it and fall <laughs> in the face. All right, so I'm going to read the final review. This should this should reveal it. A fun way to ruin a weekend and blow 100 bucks is the title of this one by Reed Hamlin. Said real name or fake? Joe by Joe Smyfave. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure he didn't verify. We took this to the beach and after close to two hours to pump it up, we pushed it around for about 10 fun-filled minutes. That was when the wind picked up and sent it hurtling down the beach at about 40 knots. <laughs> destroyed everything in its path. Children screamed in terror at the giant inflatable monster that crushed their sandcastles. Grown men were knocked down trying to save their families. The faster we chased it, the faster it rolled. It was like it was mocking us. Eventually, we had to stop running after after it because its path of injury and destruction was going to cost us a fortune in legal fees. <laughs> Rumor has it that it can still be seen stalking innocent families in the Florida panhandle. There's Florida again, for uh. sake. We lost it in <laughs> South Carolina, so there's something to be said about its durability. So it's some sort of inflatable beach ball or something. It is. It is. Joe, you win. It's called Soul Costo. It's the Beach Behemoth Giant Inflatable 12 foot pole to pole beach ball. Holy it's crap. It's $91.15, <laughs> and you can have it delivered in yeah. 
two days. I'm How the hell does Joe 12? win? I, I said it's a bouncy like ball, yeah. and I lost. That was pretty close, man. When, but you were talking about kids inside the ball. No, no, bouncing. no, I wasn't. I was talking about kids who picked, no. all, held those giant balls and run at each other, and then they smash off of each other. Yeah, I'm going to give that to Greg. 12 feet? No, I will. It's a 12 foot inflatable ball. Joe didn't say 12 feet inflatable ball. He said it's a beach ball. What insight? Thanks, Joe. I did say inflatable. (laughs) (laughs) Well, obviously, that's that's what a ball is. All balls are, are, Uh, you know, most all balls. When was the last time you inflated a baseball, Greg? Uh, All right. All right, uh, all right. So Joe. we'll give Greg a second chance. I'm going to read balls yeah. inflatable. All right. So we're, I'm going to say half say, a point for each. Yeah, half thank you. Each. I would have given it to Greg too. I can name uh, that re- product right. in two have. reviews. Joe, can you can you name that product in one review? It's going to take me at least ten. Okay, so here's here's the next one. Now that we fucking solved the whole scoring system, <laughs> <laughs> I got this as a gift for my husband. He has never been so happy and sleeps like a baby every night. Now that Mister Cage cradles his head, I, on the other hand, don't get very much sleep at all because he is always staring at me. He haunts my nightmares, and I swear I've seen this item move. Oh. He's my husband, Mister Cage. Back off. So it's obviously like a Nicholas Cage pillowcase or doll. Is that your guess? Yeah. Well, we, we're going to guess after the second one. Okay. This item made me feel loved, appreciated, and valued as a human being. I sleep with Nick every night, and we share. We stare at each other as I peacefully drift off into sleep. He's always in my dreams, watching from the bed he's on, shirtless. His body fills me with courage, and I wake up at 4.20 a.m. on the dot every morning to make him coffee. Truly inspirational. A goodbye. Uh, like I said, a Nick Cage inflatable. <laughs> Nick Cage inflatable. Okay. Anybody else? Or it's actually Nick Cage. His movie career hasn't gone so well. So (laughs) for $39, he comes and spends the night in strangers' beds. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I'm I'm a little bit confused why the husband has the Nicolas Cage uh, embracing him. I would feel feel safe and rested if Nick Cage was cradling my head. Joe, admit it. Let me ask you a question. Is the 420 reference pertinent, or is that just kind of an X just happens to be, seems like an odd time to wake up otherwise? So the I'll give you a bonus one. Can I uh, has go back to my first? Well, hit? it depends on who's writing the review. I guess it's pertinent to Teddy Barrett who wrote that. Uh, this this is a bonus one. Has caused an acceptable amount of horror in the coworker I purchased it for. Yeah, I mean it's definitely Nick Cage related. Yeah, yeah, you're right on that. Yeah, he equally delights and repels. I mean, I, I am delighted by him, but I can see how others are repelled by him. So I'm going to read you the final one by Caradactyl. This will reveal Karen Dactyl. Did you say? Caradactyl, K-A-R-A-D-A-C-T-Y. Well, that's kind of a fun name, Caradactyl. Caradactyl. I took some of that when I had a headache a couple weeks ago. I thought they were wiped out in the um, ice age. Joe, what was it like when Caradactyls roamed the earth? What was that? Was that scary? (laughs) (laughs) Better ask Bill or Pop. I'll tell you what. So this one's called, uh, so Caradactyl put this up on May 2nd, 2016, titled My National Treasure. I feel so protected knowing that Nicholas is in bed with me. This item is the first thing I see when I've awakened and the last thing I see before I close my eyes for my deep slumber. Is it like a lampshade? A Nick Cage lampshade? The pure pure sexiness of this man will inspire you. you. Are you having relationship issues, family fights, or a crippling mental illness? Nicholas can ease the pain. Before I got my custom Nicholas item... I had trouble sleeping. My insomnia took control of my life. I can tell you that when this product was shipped to me and used for sleep, that it was the best slumber in my entire life. 
He cradles my head so softly. I used to be afraid of the dark. Not anymore. Don't fall for scams like Sleep Number or Tempur-Pedic. Get a Nicolas Cage pillow cover. Go on, you deserve Ooh, it. Ah. The seduction <laughs> is calling you. This is now my most prized possession, and though I do not like to admit it, I tend to brag about it. I just wanted to show it off to the world. I am restful. I am relaxed. I am reborn. Hopefully, it will be. It will be able to find me a girlfriend or job someday. I have faith that Nicholas will make it happen. So, Greg, you actually nailed it at mm-hmm. first, and I hey. got a little nervous, and then you backed off. So, I appreciate you not. Oh, what do you mean backed off? Oh. What was I supposed to do? Bully you into? No, no, it is a pillowcase. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Yeah, well. Yeah. Greg's got it twice. Tim's told him no both I, times. I'm bullying it. No, no, it damn well is a pillowcase, motherfucker. When you listen yeah. to this the second time, he more talks about kids running around with balls. It was not. They weren't running around with balls. <laughs> so quit it. Uh. All right. Okay. That is a little strange that, that the first reviewer's husband is somehow soothed by a Nick Cage pillowcase. It was, right? I thought that would mess it, mess you guys no. up. I started thinking it was one of those sleep apnea machines with like a Nicolas Cage face. Yeah, that's what I heard when <laughs> Cradle, right? Seriously, yeah. that, yep, that went through my head, but why? That would be so <laughs> fucking creepy. <laughs> yeah, it would. Where, where the, Nick Page, uh, the Nick Cage pillowcase is delightful. Not creepy at all. Right, yeah, I was going to say, that's not creepy. <laughs> I like that the one person took it to their office. It's like, uh, I, I, God, I have to be in the cube next to the chick who brings her fucking yeah. Nick Cage pillowcase as a object of art. Yeah. I just wonder what the wife thinks of the husband that has the yeah, Nick yeah. Cage pillowcase. <laughs> she bought it. She bought it. No, she bought it. Point? It saved their yeah, marriage. Some chicks are into that stuff. It saved yeah. their marriage, Joe. Saved it. Yep. What a wuss this guy is. His wife's making him sleep on that? No, he loves it. And he's oh. not standing up to He him. loves it. Oh, my God. Well, that's Joe. what she said. She mm-hmm. wrote the review. Yeah. Joe, it's 2020. Yeah, come on, Joe. And? Come on, Joe. Hmm? And? Time to expand your, your mind. Yeah. There's different types of relationships my out there. mind were any more expanded, it would explode out of my tiny head. I'm going to have to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> Let's write. Let's write a review on Joe's brain. You know? yeah. Yeah. We have to put it up there yeah. first, but then we can do it. Wasn't functioning. Had to send it back to Amazon. <laughs> Took four days. At some point in the seventies, Joe decided that he knew everything he needs to know, and has no, decided not to learn anything since then. <laughs> everything that he knows is based on Joe's version of being yeah, Amish. Almost. Yeah. 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 <laughs> any wor- any knowledge after nineteen sixty three? It just ain't worth knowing. That's right. You see what happens, Joe? Except when you get a little. Except everything about Patrick Mahomes. That's worth knowing. Joe Joe gets a little notoriety, and the bullies team up against him for the rest of the show. I'm used to it. I've lived my entire life that way. But technically, Patrick Mahomes was around in 1963 because his father, Pat, was. And so he was just a sperm, though. He was a sperm on, on reserve waiting to become the savior of the Kansas City Chiefs. We knew then. <laughs> You're just jealous that I still have a couple of games to look forward to. Mm. No, not, not really. I, I, I'm enjoying watching the playoffs now that the Patriots and the Ravens are out. Now, if only the Niners would lose, I'd love it. Anyway. <laughs> okay, so here's the final product. All right, one more. more. All right, so first review, great gift for friends. Mm. Oh, well, that's helpful. Yeah, the Chiefs mug. <laughs> <laughs> So here's the next one. This is not, in all capitals, repeat not, in all capitals, a woman from the Ukraine. Very disappointed, but can only blame myself. Please read the description when sober. 
uh, hand. Whoa. It's a hand job. <laughs> that is a great gift for friends. It is. Uh, here's this is from Rick. It's Ross. a leaven mitt. <laughs> so I don't know if this is Rick Ross of, uh, of uh, producing frame house music yeah. fame. Yeah, but um, Rick Ross wrote, "It's only forty bucks. Why not? Better to have it and not need it than to need it and not have it." Mm-hmm. Just That's side note: lo- seventy-two people found that was helpful. It is a love and mitt. Yeah, that is deep philosophy. Well, it's a babushka, not a not a woman from Ukraine, but a, a hairnet. Babs Bushka. That's not a woman. <laughs> <laughs> some sort of baseball player. <laughs> <laughs> now up to bat, Babs Bushka. All right, so here we go. So uh, Lawrence Gonzalez wrote, Louis. I left this product next to my pet lizard. Unfortunately, now he's 350 feet tall and is currently destroying Tokyo, Japan. Um, plutonium. <laughs> <laughs> Plutonium on, on yeah. Amazon. You, you want to you go 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 to Amazon and buy plutonium. Okay, department. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. It, it is something to do with uranium because that's similar to Ukrainian. Forty dollars for uranium. It's a good gift among friends. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Okay. What what do you pay on the streets for uranium, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> I can get it for twenty five a gram. Just, just look for a package coming your way. <laughs> Adil Yiditz, A D I L, last name Yiditz, Y I T I Z. Adil Yiditz wrote, relabeled it liverwurst and left it in the break room fridge. Of course, it was gone the next day. Turned off the lights in our office, and as expected, Peter from accounting was the only one glowing in the dark. No wonder he never brought lunch to work. Yeah, it's uranium. And I, Greg, it is. You're right. It's, it's uranium ore. You can buy uranium ore on. Uh, Holy on shit! Amazon. Yep. Yep. Wow. And and the other guy, the drunk guy, thought it said Ukrainian whore. And it was Ukrainian <laughs> uranium <laughs> ore. Exactly. So you actually that was good because you started to game the the game. Yeah. It was great. Here's the the this one I really liked. It said, "What can I say? It's uranium. It's radioactive. It's legal." As far as I know, <laughs> laugh out loud. Great specimen. High Geiger count. Very happy. I'll keep an eye out for the black helicopters. That's from uh, Joe's my fave. I don't know. That's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Is there any way we could turn this into like a sport like uh, cornhole and I could be like the first world champion? <laughs> yeah, you're pretty you good at it. Huh? Yeah. Yes. Yes. I, it's yeah. called, I don't know, maybe it's a bad bad title, but I call it review by review. Uh, reveal by yes. review. I like it. RBR. RBR. Yes. You're the first. RBR championship. RBR world champion. Thank you. Yes. GK. Yes. Congratulations. If I ever do this again, I'll have to be even more crafty. I didn't think people would get it. Yeah. You were were writing down to me and Joe's level, not up to Greg's, Mm. I think. Let's come back and talk about Greg's. Well, I have a question for Uh, Jack. A very important question. Oh, okay. When we come back. Oh. Okay. We'll see you in a minute. Okay. All right. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, you may not have heard GK because you were trying to get on, but, uh, 
the the ending to Jack's relationship as opposed to trying to get off as opposed to trying to get off my yes. my relationship my non relation almost relationship ended right around fucking squirrels then mm. leave it at that <laughs> and move yeah, yeah. on um, painful but and again for Bakker Nation for them. We, we actually recorded these guys put in a full episode and uh, due to some technical difficulties we weren't able to finish the third segment getting overtime pay. Yeah, we're <laughs> and it's not Joe's fault. It's it's not Joe's fault this time. So uh, we had recorded a fantastic uh, dating profile, probably the best segment ever. Like uh, it seriously, was, it might have been the greatest. It will forever be. Sorry, Tito. We do have three quarters of it, so you know uh, we might be able to for our Patreon supporters. They could maybe just use that, and then someone could play GK. Yeah, save it. Yeah, yeah, save. Yeah, save it. Maybe we'll have. Um, can I point out something? Since since Greg rejoined, all he's done is grunt and breathe. Can you say something, Greg, so we know you're alive? Yeah, I said hi, guys. Okay, thank you. Excited to be here. It's what what, what was Marshawn just like? I'm just here, so I don't get this. Is why we don't record it anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's past my bedtime. Oh man, well he's a he's a pro. So we just got a few more minutes, GK. A few more minutes, and so. Um, you know, Swag, you talked about, you know, now that your soulmate is no longer your soulmate, she actually listened to the last episode. Yeah, yeah. So um so I'm on I'm on to bigger and better. Um right. so Facebook uh, now has uh dating. So it's it's Facebook dating, Uh-oh. yeah, which is similar to, you know, all the other ones, but um to me, it seems early. It's early still, but uh, it's a little more active, a little more going on, and oh. um, and it seems like a little more legitimate because you have to. Not that there's not fake, you know, Facebook profiles out there, but you have to have a, a an actual Facebook in order to have a Facebook dating. So when you go on Facebook, there's no way to lie about who you are. Is that what? Sure, you're there is. No, there's no, ways yeah, to lie yeah, about there you. is right, but that. But the, why would you? Well, the, the well for the reason people lie. I mean, to trick other people or to make themselves feel better or whatever. I'm sure it exists everywhere. Yes, but Joe's so innocent. He wants to know why people would lie. <laughs> it it um it it, it does um, carry over some information. So it will tell you if you have a connection with. Uh, the the person they're matching you with. So, for instance, one of one of the first ones that that popped up on my feed actually, uh, it, it said, you know, this person is friends with, uh, and it happened to be my ex wife. Oh, um, so I I passed. Uh, so, but that's kind of cool too, though. That you know, sometimes it, it pops up and you know, friends with this person and this person. All right, well, obviously, you would assume again that they're real. Uh, unless they're catfishing those two guys too, I guess that's possible. <laughs> a little more legitimacy, anyway. So uh, when you say catfishing, what are you talking about? Oh God! Do you know what that is, Joe? No. It's you want to tell him, Jack. That's when you grab the catfish out of the river with your bare hand, right? No. No, that's noodling. Oh, good point. Catfishing is when you create a fake profile, hard as that might be for you to conceive of, Joe. <laughs> In order to, I wouldn't create a real profile, right? And then you try to entice somebody as if you were that person, and so you know you put up some super good-looking picture of a male or female and make them sound really great, and then real people respond and engage with this fictitious. 
fictitious profile and the person who creates it gets some sort of a gratification or is you know lonely and that's the only way they can think that they can get interaction and then of course they can never really meet that person because they're not that person <laughs> so you're just fucking with them Basically. Exactly. Yeah, there's a whole TV show by the same network that brings you ghosting. Oh. <laughs> An old TV show that I've never seen that yeah. I probably can't get on cable. No, it's, it's, it's on MTV. Actually, yeah, it's an. It says for music like television. They used to make. They used to show music videos on there. Yeah, that's when I used to watch it. But now yeah. they transition to like reality TV content. Joe stopped watching right around Money for Nothing. Yeah. It, well, it was about ten years after that, but you're not wrong. <laughs> Are we making things better, Tim? Mm, can I? I can jump. Can we in get there. Courtney on? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Please. Uh, so we're going to do this or <laughs> I feel like I feel like I'm trying to cross I4 in the middle of fucking downtown traffic right now. Yeah. Should we keep going? <laughs> Should I we think, stop I in the media? Th- I yeah, I think I think I'm going to make a call to call the game due to rain. <laughs> uh, got, uh, Come on. Just roll with it, brother. Just roll with it, brother. Jack, you look pretty tired. And roll with it, Joe, brother, is a good good potential for the the title, right? Roll with What's it, that? brother. Joe's roll comment. With roll with it, brother. That's a, a potential title. It. Just roll with it, brother. <laughs> Just roll with it, brother. Roll. Nah, that's all right. I, I appreciate you guys even uh, trying to give it a give it a shot, and we'll see if we can cobble something together. So here's what you should do, Tim: remove the, you, me, and Greg from this recording, and play show <laughs> for the last segment by itself. Just have his feet. Just a hot feed. mic. Yep. Exactly. Fuck the Texans. <laughs> uh, yeah, I love it. I love Fuck it. the whole state. I just I enjoyed Tennessee as well. Twenty minutes of actually being awake and you guys being fucking tired and drunk. It's uh, it's I'm not drunk. I'm just tired. (laughs) Well, tired and or drunk. How's that? There we go. So, uh, all right, guys. We understand chemotherapy is tough, Greg. (laughs) Oh oh, man, your cancer (laughs) comedy is killer. Is uh, your cancer comedy is on point, Joe? (laughs) No, you're gonna live with it the rest of the time we do this. You realize that. Mm. Oh, I know. Any any sign of weakness? <laughs> My wearing a bandana was a sign of weakness. Yeah. No, it was a sign of cancer. Mm. That's some funny shit. <laughs> All right, right there at the very okay. least, that we yeah. got that <laughs> out of this whole thing. Joe saying that's some funny shit. Yeah, wait till I rename my team this week. Is is anybody else disappointed that we don't have like the outtakes at the end anymore? Oh, that's because you guys are so good; they all stay in the the takes oh, now. Uh, nice save! Oh, I got a lot of outtakes tonight. Yeah, yeah tonight we, we yeah. <laughs> see, I don't know if any of them were funny. Yeah. Uh, it's all outtakes. Cancer is always funny. <laughs> all right, guys. So listen, uh, Natty Noodle, have fun. Drink good night, guys. Congratulations, all that, and we'll talk to you later. All right, fellas. Bye, guys. scientific minds we have today. Everything I told you was a lie. Yuck.
thank heaven, another enemy.